Hey, you. Hey, come on. Hey, take a seat, because you're going to be sitting at the grown-ups table. I am your host, Jesse Pippinella, and your other host... And I'm John Jacobs. Thank you for joining us. So today, we're going to be talking about the coronavirus, how it's pretty much a bone in us pretty hard. Yeah, the entire world. The entire world. I mean, there's been a lot of negative effects upon it. I mean, one of the things I've noticed, uh, specifically as a performer... I mean, it's been because now not a lot of performers out there can perform. I know uh, I'm not sure who's listening, but a musicians, comedians or uh, jugglers at this point sound off. Let us know how you're feeling right now, because I think the, the suckiest part about it is that performer to be a performer. You have to do the verb. Yeah. which is perform. You do. And without that, it, it, you're it, nothing. You're, you're nothing. a crazy guy who talks to himself. Yeah. I, right now, I, it, it's 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 an identity crisis. Like I want to get back on stage. I want to perform because I mean, a lot of times there's these comedians that are social media comedians. Sure. And it's like, yeah, like is great, but man, when you get that surge of an audience laughing, man, oh my god. There's no better feeling than when you tell a joke that hits, whether it's a story, whether it's a quick hit joke, whether it's a one minute joke. But that joke hits, and the whole audience is on your side at that moment. You can't replicate that feeling on stage. No, you can't. It's amazing. It, it, it's it's the best feeling in the world. Uh, and like I said, I know some musicians right now, they're talking about like how they can't even... I mean, because as comedians, I'm a solo act. But right. musicians, they can't even get together as a band. Yeah. Because they're too afraid they're going to get the other one sick, or an audience. And it's... Uh, it's rough because, I mean, live performance, it's so important because without it, I mean, I mean, there's this connection. There's a connection to the audience. Every show is its own show with each audience. And there's a magic. There's a relationship you gain in that audience. And when you don't get to create that relationship, it sucks. It's not the same. And I've seen a lot of people actually taking to like what we're doing with Facebook Live or even YouTube and they're kind of doing their act, but they're just doing it in some type of streaming format, which I think is fantastic. That's, oh, yeah. That's not a creative. It's adaptive. Did you it see keeps what Pat, their audience. you see what Pat Oswalt did today? No. What did he, he did do? He did stand up out front in his lawn. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> which I just love the concept of him doing stand up in his lawn. I mean. So it was uh, it was either uh, Flogging Molly or Dropkick Murphy. Dropkick one, one Murphy of those. was the one. Yeah. Last night, they, yeah. Did, a whole, they did their whole show on uh, live on youtube so the flexibility and adaptation is there for performing but to your point it's not the same as that live audience oh, that you're no, looking for also i mean let's be honest this is a negative impact to finances oh and, God, and, yes. and livelihood so we have uh performing artists we have food service industry we have now today barbershops nail salons all these Businesses have to close down, and rightfully so, to contain this virus and mm -hmm. make sure it doesn't spread any more than it already has. But this is putting them out of work. This is hurting their business. Uh, there was We were talking about unemployment, and we had uh, talked about that around this time of year, yeah. the average unemployment in Ohio for filings is it's somewhere around between like 1,300 and 1,800, you know, in that range. You're speaking right? to a millennial. I have no clue what's going on right now. I just want to know, can I put Fruity Pebbles on my table? Yes, you can, but here's yes. the difference. But what's the difference? So we normally have this around this many people filing for unemployment around this time. I'm getting nervous. I have to hold them. Due to recent changes, that number has now hit somewhere close to, check me if I'm wrong, but close to 50,000. 
So I'm the unemployment band, office, can't check. they can't handle that call volume. Their website keeps crashing because they can't handle that volume. So you have all these people coming into the unemployment world, but you also have these issues with just trying to get basic necessities. My wife and I have gone out several times since kind of all this started. And it, I mean, it's... It's something I've never seen before. We've we've got outages of basic products from toiletries to various types of food. We still can't really find a lot of meat out there. Obviously, mm -hmm. soaps and disinfectants are out. Toilet paper is out. Uh, these are things that we took for granted. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and now they're gone. And we have to strategically plan on when to get them. And that kind of leads into one of our bullet points that we were talking about on the reaction level, right? Yes, yes, so, it does. A couple weeks ago, we were joking about coronavirus. Oh, we were Let's so be joking. Yeah, we were we joking. Were, we were we were joking about it. Bullshitting all the yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was. I was, oh yeah. But I, I was right about one thing though. But we'll talk about that soon. I'm not sure if that's the bullet point you're trying to segue me into. My point is, is that in two weeks from when we were yes. kind of bullshitting around with it, lightly taking it seriously, and what I mean by that is we took it seriously, but. Every we were still processing everything. We're still com compartmentalizing everything, and from then until now, it, it it's done more than a hundred and eighty degree turn. I mean, it's crazy, right? Yes. So one of the things that we we understand is that people are going to react differently with this virus. It's a very serious thing. We should be where we are now, and I know people are talking shit about our governor, which, look, I'm not a fan of him at all. I didn't vote for the guy. I haven't approved of any of his processes or anything he's done up until this point. Him locking down Ohio the way he has and following the advice of the scientists and the medical professionals and the experts has been fantastic because yes. we don't have enough of that, not only in local government, state government, but even federal, federal government. So to have somebody say, I'm not the expert, but I get to make decisions, I'm going to listen to the expert and base my decisions off of reality, I got to give the guy credit. He's done a fantastic job. But I know people don't agree. And we have people on two sides, right? We have people on the one side who are still in denial, who are still downplaying, who are mm -hmm. still trying to minimize, who still keep saying the same tired arguments that we've been saying for two weeks are factually incorrect, but they keep doing it. I don't know why. I don't know what they're trying to get out of it. I, I don't understand if there's a narrative or something, if there's a political agenda with it. I don't know. I'm not asserting anything. But to me, it seems preposterous at this point to still be at that level when we've all clearly moved on from that. But then you have the second piece to it, which is the opposite of the spectrum. It's the overreaction. And it's really hard to, to gauge an overreaction because you want to be prepared. You want to be overly prepared to ensure you and your family are safe, but you have to do it within reason. Hoarding items that other people need while you should be taking care of you and your own, yeah. there has to be a limit because you have to understand that everybody else is in this same position. So it does no good for you to buy 10 packs of toilet paper and 10 families have none. Again, I'm not... My ass is none of look, your business, all right? I'm not saying that people have to do this. But what I'm saying is be a decent human being. Be a humanist. Be compassionate. If you've got two giant bricks of toilet paper and there's two left, let someone else get the other ones. You're going to be good for a couple of weeks. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Because like I've been going to... 
uh, stores and like trying to find toilet paper. Right now, I have a CPAP machine. I'm trying to find distilled water. I've been to six stores. I can't have, because I have to have specific water to power a machine so I don't die in my sleep. You got a pasta pot, don't you? Yes. Okay, put tap water in there and boil it. What's the problem? But like, don't you have to like, like, isn't it like the condensation that goes on the lid? That's, that's oh, the you're talking about like true distilled true water. True distilled water. Gotcha. Yeah, no, like, I went, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. High maintenance with that damn know, CPAP right? machine, man. I'm high maintenance. I'm just, I just show up to the game, man, and no one likes me. I just show up and like, all right, I need to put my little, my, my uh, CPAP on, all right, let's do this, let's make it happen. <laughs> But yeah, but no, I uh, just some of the weird for us. So, show. what do you think about the overreactions? The, right, it's crazy because, um, for example, uh, I, w- I went to Costco and I overreacted to the sight of water. I felt like, I feel like Kevin, <laughs> I like no, I saw like a brick. It was like pallets and huge yeah. water. It was yeah. like that scene in Breaking Bad where you see his money in this in those little like. Be honest, bus. I haven't watched Breaking Bad you yet. Son I of know, a bitch. I know. Everyone you gives me shit about it. I know. I'll Have, get. Does to everybody it. agree that he's wrong as a human being for watching Breaking Bad? All right, I just want to make sure. Look, it's in 4K. I'll get to it eventually. Okay. Point is, I my nipples have never been harder. Seeing water. like cut glass hard. Oh, cut glass Beautiful. hard. Yes, I. Uh, it was dangerous. So that did that pallet of water really did it for you. Like you could have almost had full release. Yes, I mean honestly, somehow I got wet. I don't even know how that happened, but it did. But it, it just. It, but these stores and stuff like that. It's it, people forget. But the one thing that is good, and somebody had a comment on uh, Facebook. They made that things might be a little better than they are. And what I mean is, people are. Mm. Now, here's what I mean. The, this, yeah, you need you, to clarify. This whole, hey, so how about this weather conversation is dead. That's dead. Now it's, yeah. hey, how is this coronavirus? Right. <laughs> you know I mean? You infected yet? Anyone like, you know infected? All right. I was at Wendy's and I'm driving right through and I'm like, give me my baconator and stuff like that. Nice. And I get up to the window. He's like, I'll be uh, eight something. All right, cool. Did so he have gloves cor- on? Yeah, he did. Okay. And then he went, so how about this coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> what was your response? <laughs> I was like, Man, you know what? It it's Ohio. It changes. I don't know. I gave him the weather response. It was weird. Sure, I was sure. Like, I wasn't ready. The last thing you want. You're not prepared, man. For somebody who's giving you food, the last thing you want them to talk about is the disease. Imagine you go to a fancy French restaurant. Monsieur, how are you doing? All right. How about this chlamydia? You know what I mean? Man, I don't know. I think we'd rather have an outbreak like that than the coronavirus. At least that we can contain. But yeah, but then your French croissant's inching his balls. Ooh. Do you want to eat that food now? Ooh, See, no, 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 sir. Oh, no, no, that's the sour face. That's no. the sour face. No, you do so, not want that. Another overreaction, other than just like the hoarding and the spending, are kind of the doomsday people, right? Uh, you, you talk and, about having a hoarder friend. Look, and, and I've I've seen a couple. Thankfully, most people I'm friends with aren't on either spectrum. I've had a couple people on that denial, minimize spectrum. I've had a couple people on that apocalypse spectrum, but nothing so crazy to where I felt like I needed to have a reality check with them. But I have noticed other people commenting on other people's posts. And obviously, you know I love to hang out on our local media uh, posts because I, I love to comment on the general public's comments. Uh, but I have seen a lot of doomsday comments, and that's what I'm talking about. We're not there yet. We know we can contain this thing. That's why we're taking the steps that we're taking. Yes, people are getting infected. Yes, way more are getting infected than we thought. Yes, people are dying. It's something to be concerned with. It's something to take seriously. Mm -hmm. 
But right now, I gotta hold the Batman. I'm sorry, I'm getting we are conf- I, We have a certain degree of confidence that with the decisions we've made and the changes we've made, that we will most likely get through this. Right? I, I gotta be careful on making assertions, but the people who hype it up and are kind of running around trying to sound the tinfoil hat alarm and whatnot is what we don't need. I actually feel like the media. I see a lot of people blaming the media, mass hysterica or hysteria panic and i'm sorry but i'm not seeing that i'm seeing reporting reality i'm seeing here's updates i'm seeing this is why we're making this decision Mm -hmm. now again i'm talking kind of from that state to local level i'm not really talking about the national level because that's a whole nother thing because i think we all fundamentally agree we could be far more prepared for this right now than we were if certain people in certain positions had made much better decisions several Mm -hmm. months ago. However, that is in the past, and the reality is we're here where we are, and I feel like Ohio and several other states are making the right decisions to try to contain this thing. And I feel good, and I have enough confidence level that we will get through this, but it's still something to be concerned about. It is scary. If someone you know gets sick or has it, it's scary. Tom Hanks has it. Oh my God, Tom Hanks. That you, I, know. I, I am convinced that when it was announced that Tom Hanks had it, that was the catalyst for Ohio to start closing stuff. Once you find out He's Tom Hanks has it, you're like, nope, we're shutting it down. Tom Hanks has it, that's it. That was the catalyst for He's us. Cleveland's little, like, his prince. Yeah. I love it. Let me tell you something. If they made a National Treasure 3 and Nicolas Cage followed all the clues, he would find Tom Hanks because he himself is a National Treasure. You know Probably. it's the truth. You know it's Probably. the truth. That Probably. man is awesome. But I mean, he played Walt Disney. He played Mr. Robin Robinson. I don't say Robert. I almost said the Eddie Murphy character. Mr. Rogers. I know. I said the Eddie Murphy character by accident. It's still got to be one of the best Eddie Murphy skits oh, easily, on SNL easily. ever. 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 Ever, definitely. I mean, imagine if he did a coronavirus uh, oh, Mr. God. Robinson neighborhood. I would love that. I would love that. But anyways, um, so... Outside of the uh, negative impacts that have been happening with the coronavirus, there have been um, some really uh, weird things that have been occurring. I I said this a couple weeks ago in the show. Remember how I said that people my age, millennials especially, we will always find a way to make something entertaining. We like to, we want to be viral famous. Yes, we sure. Be viral famous. That's always the goal. You know, we had the we had the condom challenge where you had to fill the condom up, drop it over someone's head and it covers their face. People I remember that challenge. And dying. From condoms. And then Because talk- you put the condom on your head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And then the Tide Pod challenge which oh. was poison. Oh, man. Poison. Okay, so And I, eating it. So I've got I've got to say the, the best Tide Pod challenge video I saw, because let's be honest, just like everybody else, we yeah. all watched them. Don't deny oh, that I you didn't them. watch them. I was watching... You watched them all. I was watching the stupid population get wiped yes. out a little bit. So nice. while we were bitching about it, everybody was watching. We know this. The best one for me was some kid, he probably looked like, he probably wasn't even 21, okay? Mm-hmm. And he had his bong, and it was for no. it was for doing dabs. So where kind of like that reservoir where, where the one piece goes where you put the stuff in, he heated up with the blowtorch, <laughs> oh okay? God. And then he opened the Tide Pod and dripped it in there as if that was the dab. And then he, he hit it. And when he hit it, 
the slope was so much it whited out the entire frame of the shot. <laughs> and all of a sudden you just hear him cough and going, uh, uh, and he's like, oh man, that was dumb. Uh, uh, uh. And I'm just like, dude, you literally just did a Tide Pod dab. That's all in your lungs now. And then he goes, oh, let me let me cap it off. He grabs another Tide Pod and just bites it. He's like, oh God. And then the video ends. <laughs> That was my favorite one because I'm just it. like, dude, what did you, this guy in 10 years is going to have emphysema or something. Easily. Like, dude, you ingested vapor Tide Pod into your lungs. And here's the thing. Uh, your generation had a much better uh, challenge than we do. You all had Russian roulette. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I think, you didn't televise it, but essentially that that's our version the Tide Pod Challenge is a pussy version of the Russian Roulette. I mean, Russian Roulette was definitely around before my time was. Yeah, sure. You know, for me, I, I try to think of the stupid shit we did. I was in school in the 80s and the 90s, right? So I'm thinking of the stupidest shit we did. And we did that quarter game where you take your hand and you, you put it fist down so that your knuckles are exposed. And then you let your friend take a nickel or a quarter, just a heavy coin, and flick it across the table as hard as they can into your knuckles to purposely just cut up your knuckles and just do that. All right, that is messed up. Okay, okay yeah, we did that. But we, it's not the worst thing. We did the, uh, the worst thing. we did the hold the flame on the lighter for like two minutes and then touch it on people's skin to give them the old smiley face. <laughs> uh, why? We, we're burning our friend's flesh because reasons? I don't know. But the one thing that, that's happening now with these challenges is that there is a TikTok challenge right now. Oh, these, yes, these there is. These people that are called influencers and stuff like that. If you're an influencer... What the hell is an influencer? Run, just run off a building. You guys are ruining society. So what an influencer is, is the people on social media that they basically set trends and stuff like that. And this woman I right here is getting slammed currently. Thank God she's getting slammed for the alleged coronavirus challenge. There is a TikTok coronavirus challenge. Yeah, just repeat that one more time. One more time. Coronavirus challenge. All right. What is the challenge, Jesse? All right. So basically what's happening is 22-year-old aspiring influencer from Miami is seen licking a toilet seat, alleging while she is on an airplane bathroom. She's, she's like, please retweet this so people know how to properly be sanitary on an airplane. She captioned the six-second clip. And I'm just like, why are you doing this? Why? Like, you know what's going to happen? One day we're going to have the grenade challenge where people like... Yeah, sure, the you know, live grenade it, challenge. Hold it before you throw it. Hot hold potato. It. Who wants to play? Boom. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a lot of kids that are going to be like... Hey, how you doing? Yeah. You, you did the well, challenge? I did do the challenge. It was challenge. like back in the day when we had firecrackers, and sometimes you had the firecrackers, like the Black Cat brand that was the good, high quality, <laughs> where you lit the fuse and you had a couple seconds. Then you had the cheaper off-brand firecrackers, where the moment you lit that fuse, it was blowing up. So you had to like light and toss at the same time. If you didn't have your timing down, you lost a finger. Five Finger Johnny. <laughs> What's that one song that's a drinking game? It, it goes, starts with Ten Finger Johnny, but then it, the song ends with Three Finger Johnny on the second day no of No idea. You lost me. Is that a millennial thing? No, it's like oh, a, your generation thing. A my thing. generation thing. Yeah, I love it's that. your it's generation. Great. If it's anybody great. knows that song, just comment below. It's it's the Five Finger Johnny on the seventh day of the fourth of July. I so it's like a mix of Irish drinking and the 12 days of Christmas. 
Interesting. Put together Interesting. with explosions and mutilation. Oh, the explosions sold me. Yeah. So let's go back to this woman. So yes. we're doing the TikTok challenge. Yes. We're, we're doing the coronavirus challenge. So we're proactively looking for some way to where we can um, provide ourselves with the highest probability of either getting the virus or giving the virus and what better way than to lick a fucking toilet seat I, on an aeroplane why would you do that i mean literally like that's your mouth that's your mouth so you know i've tried a lot of things in my life to be famous i i would you I've, what, I've, what is the weirdest thing you've done uh, i mean i i did stand up for a while uh <laughs> i've made a couple low budget movies i've got uh, several failed youtube films. and other podcasts good low budget films go Thank check you. out amazon right now hit hit them up at the titles hit them up at the titles. uh you would be looking for atomic zombie space creeps or the biker warrior babe versus the zombie babies from hell check them out they're both free streaming we now criminalize people who knowingly and purposely go out and infect other people with diseases. So my question is, just like they did with the people who were opening up ice cream and licking it in the grocery store and putting it back, which they did go after them. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing for these people doing this with coronavirus? Because even though it shouldn't be taken seriously what they're doing, they're clearly just doing it for attention. It is very yeah. serious because they could either give it to someone or get it themselves, and that's a problem. What are we doing to address that? Be, no, and I think we need to address it because here's the reason why. Because we live in a society where, especially people my age and younger, we are very egotistical. Absolutely. Right? Ask ask somebody to talk about themselves. They'll do it all day. Yeah. They love it. I just did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the point is, it's like, what if I told you that I, I, I created a video where I simply did a simple act of licking a toilet seat and I, and I became famous the next day? That, that's almost deal of the devil shit right there. That's, I mean, it's a shitty deal. Right. But, I mean, think about it. It's like, I could go from, I could go from working a, a job to all of a sudden I lick a toilet seat and millions of people are hanging off every word I say in a video. So it's like it's, the cash me outside girl. It's exactly That's exactly that. what that it's is. exactly that. Making money off stupidity. But that's my point is we ignored her and she went away. Right? As far, well, she I'm, has a look, music career okay. and she ended up okay. on a dating well, yeah. show. Okay, let me rephrase. Yes. Let me rephrase. She did go somewhere. But yes. we're not talking A-list. So I chalk that up as, yeah, do, do, your, do your 15 <laughs> minutes. It will run out. Yeah, she's got an album. Yeah, she's on Instagram. I understand that. I'm talking like in-your-face mainstream. I don't see her in any of those places. But anyways, it's a stupid thing to debate. The point is, is it's very much like that. It's, hey, let me get attention off doing one of the dumbest things you could possibly think of and then this is how i'm gonna get famous i think we should all ignore this woman so oh, that easily, way yeah. she does not get the fame and others don't get it you know what actually happened outside of the tide pod challenge what so people started doing other challenges once tide pod started winding down and my favorite one was what was it and I even shared this with my man, Chris Skaggs, which I think he's still watching. If he is, what's up, buddy? Chris Skaggs. Yep. So I shared this with him because he's also a millennial, and he was just like, what the fuck with the Tide Pod Challenge? Like, why are these idiots doing yeah. this? So I found the best challenge, and I sent it to him. The challenge was the Hot Coil Challenge. Oh, I heard about this. Isn't it like the stovetop thing? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my you God. You simply turn your electric oh. stove coil up to high so it's glowing red, 
and you lay down a body part. That so, is disgusting. It, Why dude, do people do that? There, so there was the video I sent to him. It was a guy, he you know, mid-20s. He might have been high or drunk. He might have been sober. I don't know. And he literally just took his forearm and laid it on the coil. You could hear it sizzling. You could hear uh, it burning. You could see the, the smoke flesh. coming up. Just the flesh melting. Uh, he oh he lasted God. like three seconds, I think. Pulled his arm up, and it was just all... You could see the third-degree burns Does everywhere. I'm any- like, this man's going to need a skin graft. Like, <laughs> what the hell is... I hope he's got insurance. Doesn't look like he's got insurance, so these, I don't know what he's going to do. These freaking rich kids. Hey, does anybody know anybody who's done any of these challenges? Tide Pod Challenge. The re- What was it? The Coil Challenge? Hot Coil Challenge. Hot Coil Challenge. Yeah. Like, cause or any other stupid challenge. Any, you just comment right now in the, the feed and let us know. Uh, because, I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, it I is. just... Because here, here's what pisses me off as a performer, right? I, I sit there. I write a joke. I bomb on stage. I sure. come back. I rewrite it. Bomb again. Yep. Eventually, I get that joke perfection. Yep. But now, some jackass could go under the sink, eat a Tide Pod, and become more famous than me. Right. What? It's like, crazy, and, man. And it's not even good evil, can evil shit where you're no. jumping five buses. Yeah, dude, if some 15-year-old wants to go out there and jump, like, 20 buses, like the Hot Rod I'd movie, see the dude, shit I will go to that any day and cheer that kid on. But I'm sorry, I'm not getting behind the Tide Pod challenge. And, and, and to your point, I think it takes away from... I, I gotta be careful so I don't fall into a true Scotsman fallacy when I say this, but, you know, to somebody who's putting the time and the effort and the craftsmanship mm. into performing versus someone who not even is going for shock value, someone who's just going, I could do the stupidest thing ever and I can get a bunch of likes and a bunch of followers and then I'll go from there. Mm. There's a clear difference and I just, I don't get behind that type of stuff. I get behind what we do where we try to build our creativity and our performing arts from the ground up and, and really hone that craft and those skills and have that sell us and our ability. Not, I was stupid enough to eat a Tide Pod and I survived, right? It, it's it, it's absolutely dumb. What the hell? I mean, listen, what, I guess the whole point of this show is that here's where I get in trouble. Go big or go home. Go get Granddad's revolver. <laughs> Dude, no one's going to play Russian roulette. Stop suggesting Pussies. it. Stop suggesting I want it. Deer Hunter Christopher Walken... <laughs> I want if you're gonna impress me. No, here's the here's the closest thing I like to a challenge. Okay. Some people might know this kid um, on YouTube, and I'll admit I watch him, and this is not good. I'm I'm literally while I'm condemning this challenge uh, era of my life, I'm also promoting it because the superhuman. Oh, uh, here we go. He's just like he's like basically a juggalo, and basically <laughs> every video is 15 seconds, okay. and it's the quality same. He does an introduction, his name, what he's gonna do, he does it, and he cries, but he gives a shout out. So let me give you an example. So here's a good. What this the hell is, is this? Wait, it's 15 seconds. Okay. This is a superhuman uh, show. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump through uh, a plasma TV with tacks and nails under it. This is for my juggalos and jigglets. Don't try this at home. I hope you like it. Whoop whoop. And he takes off his shirt and he goes, uh, uh, fuck this shit. And he jumps through it and breaks and it's over. So 15 seconds. Is this kind of like backyard wrestling in a way? It is pretty much like that. Yeah. And I'll admit, I watched the shit out of that and I shouldn't. I mean, I'm, I'm look, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm about to look this up tonight <laughs> because then 
as I don't want to destroy my objective argument I just made. That does sound entertaining. So. <laughs> like, he packages a 15... Like, 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 he doesn't need her. Oh, he has shit. a 15 second pitch to you and he tells you that he's doing a shout out and he asks... Yeah. And I'm, like, I'm like, you know what? You, your package did good for me. I want to check out see what you're doing. Is it good what you're doing? No. Not at all. You're pretty much destroying humanity. But I love it at the same time. And, uh, yeah, no, I'm a horrible person for liking that. I am. I'm honestly got a horrible person. I should not like it, but I do. True. So that's all for the coronavirus. So let's hand off to our next topic. So with the whole coronavirus outbreak, obviously people are looking for entertainment while they're locked up in their house. And what better entertainment to watch than other TV shows and films based around viral outbreaks? And what better one to watch than The King itself Outbreak. Uh, you see, I, I, I get too worried about watching that stuff because, like, if I get down that rabbit hole, it's gonna freak me out. So let me let me explain to you. Um, we rented Outbreak as a family when it came out in the <laughs> mid nineties. You know, we'd go to the Kroger on a Friday night, see what movies were there, rent them because you remember, kids, that was a thing. It's... With Outbreak, I remember that like being an awesome movie, and so I'm like, hey, I want to watch some virus movies now. So the two big ones are Contagion, which is a little bit newer, and Outbreak, which is a little bit older. So I'm like, let me go watch Outbreak because I remember when I was a kid, I loved that movie. Okay, it's not a good movie at all. And here's the problem. This is a star-studded film. We've got Cuba Gooding Jr., we've got Dustin Hoffman, we've got Morgan Freeman, and we've got um, uh, uh, Donald Sutherland, man. Can I add something real quickly? Yeah. I always wanted the Cuba uh, uh, Gooding Jr. movie where he's like, uh, in, like in the water at sea, so then eventually he would have to go underwater, and we call him Scuba. Stop. Okay. And we have Rene Russo. <laughs> And we had Rene Russo. Okay. So, star-studded cast for mid-90s, right? Yes. God, that movie was terrible. So, the part that I liked about it was that I feel like how they kind of took over this town to try to contain the virus was grounded somewhat like how they, kind of like E.T., how they like tent the house and everyone's in suits and they got all these checkpoints and sanitation zones and stuff. (laughs) Like, all that was, I felt like that imagery worked. But the writing of that movie was terrible. You have you have top quality A-list actors reading dialogue that is so atrociously written, it's hindering their, in some cases, academy-winning performances. Mm-hmm. I don't know who wrote that movie, or who up. wrote the screenplay, or if there was a script editor editing on the fly, but that dialogue was atrocious. And then things happened weird in the movie. Like, they hop into one of those smaller egg-shaped helicopters and apparently have enough gas to fly around the whole country several times, but then only like two or three hours of time uh, elapses and then they're being chased by military helicopters with weapons and they're getting shot at but Cuba's able to like get away from them it just it literally makes no fucking sense and then there's this whole subplot about how it was really like the government doing this because they had a they had a vaccine or a, a cure but then they didn't and they didn't know if it worked and then the virus mutated and then they were going to kill everyone and bomb this city to cover it all up I don't know it's stupid like I don't even remember all the details cuz it was so dumb well so I when I went back and watched outbreak I definitely don't recommend watching it because it's not a good film. And anyone who tells you it is, they probably haven't watched it since it came out in the mid-90s. 
Watch it now and let me know if you really think that was a good film. Because it wasn't. Watch Contagion instead. Uh, another really good viral outbreak movie is The 28 Days and 28 Weeks Later. Those are fantastic. And I, I have not seen a lot of these movies. I know. You claim to be a movie guy. I you know. have myself and Vance I Daniels know. on this show. I know, I know. This movie came out when you were a teenager. How did you not go watch this at the theater? 1995. I was I was only two years no, old. No, no. The 28 uh, days and weeks later, those came out in like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what, I, late 2000s, I 2010? I didn't become a horror movie like buff until 2015. Because Sometimes it's hard to remember that you're like 13 years younger. Than I know, you. I know. It's, it's, it's a pain, but hey. But... I I will get on it because right now one of the cool little things I want to bring up real fast because we got I forgot to plug this. Um, a comedian friend of mine is doing a Netflix book club, and so this would be a great movie to put on the book club. Oh, it absolutely. We, we would. do it. So basically, what it is is so uh, who started the book club and why? Uh, a Mr. Dave Berkey. Dave Berkey, Dave shout, Berkey out. shout out! One of the best local comedians in Columbus. So he started basically, you know, since we have more time at home, uh, we could uh, sit around and watch movies. Mm -hmm. And what he, we're doing, he's doing is basically a book club for movies, and people could sit around and discuss things. Yes. I know my fiance is probably listening. She's like, great. Now he's not going to read ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who, who needs to read? Who needs to read? I got a movie. Do you know how unattractive it is when I, when Sarah watches me, my fiance, she watches me read something and I start stuttering? <laughs> dude, dude. <laughs> like, so, like, the prospects of having kids yeah. with her dies right Look, there. <laughs> when I was in, like, elementary school, I was even in the remedial reading class <laughs> for, like, six months because I just couldn't read. And so, the first movie that uh, Dave had us watch was Pan's, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. I, I love that film, right? It's a great Del Toro film. Yeah. I, I absolutely, I love it. Uh, but I've only watched it twice because I hate reading. And so my review of it was like, this is an amazing film. It's directed well. It's shot well. The makeup effects are well. The story's flushed out. It's a fantastic film. But I can't read, so I don't like watching it. <laughs> and that was my review. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's a little... I... It's heavy on the reading. It's heavy on the reading. It is. Some movies I can read. Some movies I can sit there and read a lot. Some I can't. And I understand that is something that's wrong with me. Yeah, absolutely. I understand. Yeah, like, I'm making I, fun of myself because I'm a yeah. slow reader. <laughs> I'm not one of those people where it's like, well, if you if you made the movie uh, without the words, maybe I enjoy it. No, no, no. This is my fault because I didn't read a lot as a kid. I I did a lot of search and finds. Yeah, I mean, uh, I do a lot of picture books. Dude, it, well, now is the time with us being locked up from the virus, man. You can get back on some of them picture books. I, yeah, because I tried reading. I get headaches. Really? So it's like <laughs> it's, it's like Polar Express for you, and that's that, yes. that's your level? Yes, pretty much. Like, literally, no if I books. ever want to have kids, I, I got to make sure Sarah never watches me read. Like, I'll run stop signs because I only made pesta. And then I ran light. And I was like, oh, God, there was an off part of that sign. I, I just don't read you're, well. you're, you're not the one to read to the kid. No, no, no. The, the, the worst part is, I'm like, so she wants me to read Harry Potter. It's like when we have kids one day, she's like, we should read Harry Potter. That's too kids. complex for me, man. I Let's just watch the movies. <laughs> like They're close enough to the books. You know why the books suck? Because John Williams didn't score it. Uh, Boom! <laughs> Boom! Boom! Boom, Sarah! <laughs> 
I got personal. <laughs> it did get personal. personal. It did get personal. Yeah, John Williams didn't score the book. So if you, uh, it's an open group, right? Because yes. we're kind of like inviting going back people to, we going know back to our the Netflix friends, book club. Right? Going back to the Netflix. So book club. what what's the what's the official name in case they in case they want to join or check it out? Ah, yes, yes, yes. Hold on one second. We are looking right now. This is like a weird sponsorship we randomly decided to do. And uh, I'm glad we're doing it because you know why? Because this is the kind of stuff we need. It's called the Quarantine Netflix Book Club. Yep. And uh, yeah, right now they're also doing Swiss Army Man, which is a... I didn't get to watch it. I've been busy working. I know it's a movie where Dana Ratcliffe's a dead guy that farts a lot. So it's like, from what I understand, like there's a homeless guy in the woods and he's like down on life and Daniel Radcliffe's a dead guy that like becomes his life coach and like helps him through whatever it is and then then the guy gets through it i mean look i'm that's a grossly oversimplified <laughs> you know explanation of the film but that's that's what i understand it's about and look i'm always down for a radcliffe film because i actually like him I, I like him uh in front of the camera and i kind of like him as a person with with kind of how he shares just get who intimate. he is right, and, just get intimate with you know who he is and the things that that he uh you know his outlook on certain things i totally agree with so I like him. I just didn't get to watch the movie, so whatever the next film they pick is, that's the one that I'll I'll end up watching that one. This is the movie I want. Okay. I want all the leads from the Harry Potter Gryffindor characters, and I want them to all participate in a Saw game. Oh my god! And like, meanwhile, they're while they're doing the game, someone has to catch the the snitch, so the whole thing comes to an end. Wait. So wait. Okay. So hold on. Let's back this up. Okay. okay? Back it up. So back first up. of all. First of all, who from Gryffindor is in this? We know Harry's in it, right? Ron. Ron's in it. Hermione's in Hermione. it. Uh, what's the kid that like has bad luck and always gets turned into an animal or has to morph into something oh, or God. eats the I'm food? I'm going to look up Gryffindor class. Right now, all the Harry right? Potter fans are just dropping well, out. Well, look, right I'm now. not a Harry Potter fan, so they can just hate on me. I got to read want. the books. Honey, I'll read the books to the kids. All right. All right, so I'm yelling so, at the camera again. So we've got several different Gryffindors, and, and they're participating in a game to the death. What is this? Maybe this is one where they have the, the chain around their neck, and it's connected to a motor in the center of the room with saw blades. And maybe uh, they're asking trivia questions, and if they get the trivia question wrong, it pulls them closer and closer to the saw blade. But if one of them can catch the snitch... They're all released, but oh, by the way, Voldemort has a secondary trap they didn't know about. <laughs> the room fills with gas, and they all fucking die. <laughs> so either way, Gryffindor leads are getting Neville. wiped out. Neville, there we go. And then what's the older kid that's on the Quidditch team? Uh, it, he's a Weasley, I think. I know that's probably wrong. I'm sorry. Or we could just go with Arpat's character in the Goblet of Fire. We could just say he's in there too, because why not, right? You know, I started a Arpat challenge for that movie. What? I, I did this. When we were in soccer. Okay, so in the movie, just real quick, so everybody knows what happens. Arpat's character in Harry Potter Four. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen it, he dies. He dies. A horrible, senseless death. Horrible. And Harry brings his body out of the the Crimson Cup and. What happens Lots of tears. Everybody notices that our Pat's character's dead. And the father runs out and he goes, That's my boy! And he runs and holds him. So what the challenge Wow, was, that was really accurate. Thank you. <laughs> You'll know why it's accurate in just a second. Alright, so anyways, anytime you're drinking with your friends, it's a team It's a team of thing. You know I mean? uh, it could you be, all, yeah. It, you, you, you all want to get drunk, you all want to get screwed up and have a good night, alright? Yeah. So anytime you see your friend go down and fall... 
it's just a weird drunk game where you just run and grab your now friend I on understand. the floor. And go, that's my boy. Now <laughs> like, I understand because he fell. He fell because he couldn't handle his alcohol. So that's the whole thing. So that's the art fat challenge. If you if you want to film anybody doing that, that's the challenge. Anytime you see your drunk friend fall, you run up to him like that father in in Goblet of Fire. That's my boy. <laughs> Just do that. Again, that was spot on. I've done this so many times. Although, I mean, Harry does get some crocodile tears in there. so you Oh, know. he does. Yeah. He does. But anyways, going back to the, the, the Saw game. So they all wake up. So let me set the scene. Okay. Harry Potter Saw. Harry Potter Saw. All right. So exterior interior scene wait are, we, are we writing a script i we thought could. we were just explaining it we could just to give them a little bit of an image okay so it's interior scene cold and drippy cauldrons rusted shadows moving around in the darkness who's in the room so who is in the room we said harry potter yeah harry potter's in there uh said ron, ron right hey you know what i'd say isn't ron's sister in there or is she get it jenny jenny no jenny she's a gryffindor is she i thought she was a hufflepuff well no no that was the one asian chick that harry was trying to bang in the fourth movie i can't look the I, fifth movie i watched like the first four and then i didn't watch any of the Be- other ones before he went redhead he just thought four and five just the occasion for Asian. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Anyways. So we got her, and then we got Hermione. Hermione. Right. And Neville then we got Neville, Right. You know what though? We could just have Draco in there just for the fuck Throw of it. it in right. There. Throw you him got, in you there. Have some anarchy. Throw you him in there. Yeah. Yeah. The team can't work perfectly. Because look, every Saw movie always has one asshole on the team that fucks it up, and they all die. So Draco, Draco has to be there for that. So then, okay, now, uh, so instead of a TV screen, we have a mirror. And all of a sudden, we see black smoldering smoke circle the screen. And then Voldemort wearing his jigsaw mask. Oh, so Voldemort is wearing a jigsaw mask. Oh, okay, okay. I would like to play a game. Oh, that's good. All right, wizards, here's what we're going to do. And then we just do whatever challenge. Like, like, uh, um, this door only opens up to a specific animal. You have three spells that you can use to choose which animal one of your friends are. Oh, the choice is yours. Wrong animal dies. Right animal lives. So live or die. Choice is yours. The the code to which animal it is is on the back of their necks. On the back, just of their like necks, Saw obviously. Two when they had the right numbers, there. right? Right there. And they have to work together, and if they guess a wrong animal, then the chain around their neck to the machine in the middle of the saw blades pulls them closer and there closer. There you go. But simultaneously, the snitch is flying around. If you catch the snitch... Ends the game. It's promised that it will end the game and you'll survive. But really, all it does is fill the room with coronavirus and they all (laughs) die anyways. Because coronavirus is so contagious, it made it into fucking Wizard World. That's it. There it is. There it is. That's how Wizard World got infected with coronavirus. And and honestly... Bygone Alley, shut down. (laughs) Wand Shop, shut down. Hogwarts, shut down for sanitation. Could you imagine if you had to sanitize every square inch of Hogwarts? That place is so big and so monolithic, I don't even think I've seen the whole thing. I'm going to disagree with you hard on... Oh, here we go. Hogwarts will not shut down. It will. They will comply. Dumbledore will comply. No, do you want to know why? Yes, I will. I will literally, and people can back me up on Facebook right now, here is why Hogwarts would not... Shut down because of the because of coronavirus. Here's the reason why. Yeah, let's let's go back. Let's go back the years Harry went to school. Year one, 
a known terrorist <laughs> got onto the faculty yes. and tried to kill students. Yes. Did, did they close the school? Hell no, they Not didn't. one day. They don't they, give a shit about them second students. Second movie. Second movie. Yeah, okay. A giant viper was going around. <laughs> a basculate. was serpentining through the hallways, and it was almost well, in the basement. Students. It was in the basement. No, it was going through the hallways at one point. Oh, that's right, it was. And it was almost killing students, but luckily they didn't give it direct eye contact. Ah, yeah, and what did yeah. Dumbledore do? All right, let's do a curfew. This should work. This should Don't work. go into the dark forest. Don't go in. And then, oh, oh, that was the detention in the first movie. Go into the dark forest. Yeah. yeah. Now, okay, I'm ready. Ready for okay. the third movie. So now we're on the third movie. This sort of gets shaky for me because okay. I'm not a big fan. I'll so. explain it to you. Don't worry. Now about this it. is the Azkaban, right? The guy Where's that their Azkaban? the guy that was wrongfully imprisoned for something, and he gets him out or something. He was wrongfully imprisoned for helping killing Harry's parents, but no one knew he was wrongfully imprisoned. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So here's what happened, right? Third school year, Harry Potter's going to school. What's happening? Well, it seems like we have a known murderer who escaped to prison. <laughs> That is unescapable. <laughs> he, he got out. The school grounds. He got out. He got and out. And they're like, are we going to close the school? No, not nope. at all. We had, we had a terrorist on the faculty three years ago. We're not doing shit. Keep it shit. open. Yeah, if we so, can do that, we can do this. And then they're like, here's what we'll do. We'll put guards on the grounds. Oh, perfect. These are the dementors. You think yeah. that'd be good guards? I don't know what that is, students. but I'll go They're with these it. little ghostly things. Oh, that, I know what those are. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they're like... Are they? Are, will they keep the students safe? Well, there's a chance that the guards might viciously attack the students and suck their souls but out. But we're they're still there for our protection. But they're still there for our protection. Cool. We'll teach the kids maybe some spells to protect yeah. themselves. But uh, you know, this, yeah. So and and then it turns out one of the little pets was a terrorist. Oh, there we who go. Kills. So and then for three years no one no one detected it. So then we have the fourth movie where the election is literally tampered with. That hits home, right? A lot of people think that's been happening. Right there, right there. So they they tamper with it and Harry gets picked, right, to be in the Tri Wizard Cup, yeah. which has now become a quad for yeah. the first time. So we have election tampering going on there. And and a terrorist Kills a child yes. on school property. He does. Well, no, 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 no. That's my boy. No, 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 no. He was not on school property. They were in a different realm. Well, he was okay. not on school property. The port, the port where you get teleported, <laughs> was on school property. Okay, fine. So I'm gonna say jur jurisdiction. It counts. Okay, but does Middle Earth count as Earth? So, so it doesn't, a, right? I, I would count oh, it. What? In, in what reality, sir? Let's say the portal to Middle Earth is located in Arizona in a gas station bathroom. You go through the portal to okay. Middle Earth. That portal exists in yeah, America. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you're there. You are on a different, uh, like, etheric plane. All right, Your Honor, I, I object. Um, but we're going to keep moving on. We'll keep so. moving. So Harry Potter 5, what was the... Harry yeah, that five. bitchy pol political the woman. Good, the political woman yeah. took over the school. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing. Dumbledore, all right, he, 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 he's, he's like... Harry's in need of uh, some some support. <laughs> what should I do? Well, I'm gonna distance myself from him. <laughs> He's gonna feel I'm gonna make him mad up. <laughs> yeah. But no, here's the worst part about that, right? Dumbledore he enlists the students to fight back against the terrorist. They this start, is true. The, oh, that's the, the Order of the Phoenix. Yes. So he's like, do we need professionals? No. No, we're we just going to get some teenagers. kids. Right. We're gonna this sounds like Power Rangers, man. It it's like recruiting a bunch of teenagers to do your dirty work because you're stuck in a fucking vacuum, too. <laughs> How is that anybody's problem? So Dumbledore's essentially... Dumbledore's Zordon, dude. 
Dumbledore is and the Gryffindor kids are the Power Rangers. It makes so it makes much, so much sense. sense. Yes, this makes J.K. Rowling just stole this. There it is, just stole it, man. <laughs> She's like, I, I, it's Power Rangers, but with wizards. Yep, <laughs> Power Rangers with wizards. They actually had a Power Rangers season with wizards. It was called the uh, Mystic Force. That that was them like throwing some shade at J.K. Yeah, Rowling. Yeah, like wait, we saw what you did here. We saw what you did. We know what you did. <laughs> All right, now I know nothing about the six and the two part seven movie so bring it on. this is you bring it home brother so this is around the time where they find out there's things called horcruxes oh basically this this terrorist Voldemort uh, oh yeah um, he's imprisoned parts of his soul in these horcruxes so oh. he it's like you have to kill all seven of these objects so in order to kill him. this sounds like a Zelda game man you gotta go to the dungeon and destroy the crystal in each yes. dungeon like what the hell man so at one point Dumbledore is like Harry, come with me. <laughs> no, 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 don't go into that dark room with that old man. Do not do it. Do well, they, not do it. Well, they do go into a dark room. <laughs> no, 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 so no. So this drink is going is... to... Oh, don't take the drink, man. It's a roofie. What are you doing? Harry <laughs> Potter, you're smarter than this. So this drink, he's like, this drink is going to hurt me a lot. Oh. And I need you to keep me drinking no matter what. And that's how we get to the first Horcrux. Mm. So we took him on a traumatizing bar hop in that movie. And then Voldemort comes back, is back, and then by the and at one point the principal, who is Dumbledore, he's like, "I'm gonna sacrifice myself. I'm gonna sacrifice sacrifice myself." And he does it in front of the student, not traumatizing Harry at all. Yeah, man. I'm simplifying this, but point is that happened. And then last but not least, the last movie. Well, the last two movies because the they had to make some more money. I'm gonna, right? I'm gonna put them together as one. I like how you did that. You're like into one, into one. So here's what happened. <laughs> all right, all right. The principal got killed <laughs> by a terrorist group <laughs> on campus in front of other students. In front of the students. <laughs> Is Hogwarts open? You bet your sweet, sexy coronavirus having ass. We are going to open this fucking school and have class. And so Hogwarts wants that tuition, man. They, they are open. It's a private school. They it is a that private money. school. They're open, man. They need it. I mean, clearly Harry Potter is keeping that place going with all that gold he's got. So you know the Weasley family ain't kicking in. Dude, they're they're first of the monthers. First of the monthers, <laughs> dude. That's so fucked up. They're, they get their food. <laughs> oh my oh, god, that's shit. so awful. It's so awful. It's so it's, awful. It's the truth. Weasleys. I mean, they're not Weasleys. here, so it's good, but it's still so awful. Dude, if it was, if that, they would be in the projects. <laughs> oh, my God. Bunch of redheads. What have we learned? We learned that Hogwarts will not be closed down because Hogwarts of the coronavirus. Diagon Valley, shut down. Thank so. you so much for listening to At the Grown-Ups Table. Uh, we just want to say, everybody, stay healthy, stay happy, and make sure you laugh at least once a day, because trust me, a laugh will get you so far, and... Uh, because this is dark times, man. This is dark times. And if you Great. can just laugh, it's almost like you beat the darkness. Absolutely. You beat the darkness that way. So just laugh. Find whatever it is that makes you laugh. A comic book, a movie, a memory, a photograph of your friends that you go, man, that time we got screwed up. And <laughs> Jesse was like, that's my boy! Yeah, there's a, but, uh, yeah. I like how you brought that back. I bring it back. That's the that, comedian writer in you. It's the callback. It's yep. the callback. But thank you so much to everybody who thank have you, been listening everyone. live. You guys... Trust me, as a performer, as who likes to perform live, you made my day. So I just want to say thank you so much for watching. Because that counter never dropped to zero. 
Never. Yeah. In the in the hour and twenty minutes we've been playing this, watch it. Everybody's gonna make it go hit zero. Just they, to yeah, they probably will. That's fine. like, well, let's let's make them cry. But no, seriously, you guys all rock. Thank you so much. And uh, the, the this episode will be edited and ready by Monday or maybe sooner. Yeah, I'll show you how much I love you. But, uh, <laughs> but anyways. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, some quick plugs. Like I said, check out the uh, Quarantine Netflix Book Club by Dave Berkey. Check that out. Uh, also, check out my website, www.jessepimpadello.com. Every day, new content on all my social medias as well as the Facebook. Uh, it'll be either the Hot Mess uh, cartoons, which I've been doing. which I love those. Fun. we got to do one of those. we got to do one. Oh, we will. We awesome. Will. I love the Harry the Hat character. Yeah, dude, character great. Doing right it's now. fantastic. This is the stuff of dreams right here. <laughs> Remember one thing. You sound like the gruff McCrime dog. <laughs> I love when a, when a girl gets really loud and, and moaning in bed, you know? If she ain't screaming, I ain't creaming, you know? Ooh, wow. Yeah, wow. Oh, See, oh, my God. <laughs> he likes, I'm sorry, Harry likes graphic sex. He likes, <laughs> he likes the mascara running sex. He might be the guy that's going to do the homemade fleshlight, man. He will. There it is. We brought that back. There it is. He's going to do Wrapped a DIY up. channel. The DIY. Get yourself a good Pringle. Some people say clean the can. No, let the grease stay so it's okay. moving. Okay, you took it a little All too right. far. All right. That was where we get canceled. But anyways, <laughs> but check out the hot mess, my stand-up videos, uh, blog posts, BuzzFeed. It's all right there at jessepimpinella.com. And don't forget to watch some of his movies that are on Amazon Prime right now for free to stream. And that would be The Biker Warrior Babe versus The Zombie Babies from Hell. That's the first film that we did. And then our second film was The Atomic Zombie Space Creeps, which I actually am the lead in. So definitely check that out. They're both free to stream. Make sure you share that with your friends. Help support local filmmaking. We appreciate it. I'm going to give it a quick review real fast. You are the next Bruce Campbell. I, I appreciate the compliment, sir. I will sir. say that right now. You, uh, you played that, that, <laughs> that, that dumb, happy-go-lucky character this is like a more serious like the the disaster in the film is so serious but you're thinking kind of for yourself a yes, lot of course. and it's just it's perfect i don't want to i don't want to spoil don't too much spoil of the it. film watch it just, just watch, watch it. it but uh follow us at at the grown-ups table with john and jesse uh i'm going to be on that page a lot more to give you up-to-date uh information on the show stand-up videos anything articles that we'll cover on here but again, thank you so much for listening. So like and share with all of your friends. If you haven't liked it, make sure you like it. Make sure you share our episodes. We're still working with our uh, our uh, app company. So Google and iTunes, we're still working on getting it published there. But we pretty much have it published on everywhere else, including Spotify. So you can find our show on Spotify and watch us there if you don't want to use the Anchor link. Uh, because I know that won't play fully once your web browser goes to sleep. It stops playing. But we are working on iTunes and we are working on Google Play. We promise we'll have that up soon. But definitely find us on Spotify mm -hmm. there if you can. I know a lot of people have Spotify. Uh, if not, just watch it in the Anchor app when we post that link every week. Sounds good. But I think that's all for now. So, hey, thanks for sitting at the Grown Ups table. I'm Jesse. I'm John. Thank you again. Have a safe, healthy Great, awesome night. Beat that coronavirus, folks. <laughs>